I'm Maggie. And I'm Kristen. And this is Hot Chocolate in a Movie, the Christmas movie podcast. Gosh, everybody in their piercing eyes in this movie. Yeah, they did. Everybody's looking into your soul. That's why they're so positive. (laughs) Yeah, good job with the eye casting. Yeah. (laughs) I loved how they had the world's quickest board meeting at the party. You know how you always do that? (laughs) (laughs) In between drinks, I guess. I don't think anyone's ever like, oh, it's Christmas, the one time of year where I value my family. This is Hot Chocolate in a Movie, the Christmas movie podcast where we talk about Christmas movies and what makes them great. Please be aware there will be spoilers. This week we watched Menorahs and Mistletoe. Mistletoe and Menorahs. I kept doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I looked it up, I I could not remember what the order of the words was. But mistletoe first. Mistletoe first. It's only one mistletoe, but it's multiple menorahs. That's correct. Okay, just making sure I got that. And there were a lot of menorahs in the movie. And only one mistletoe. That's right. Was the other that one on purpose? Was, I don't know. The other one was parsley. That's right. <laughs> I watched this on Hulu with ads. Oh, as I did not have ads, but mm. I did watch it on Hulu. Okay. Don't want to rub that in, but no ads. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. God. <laughs> did you recognize any of these actors? Well, I recognize Kelly Jekyll from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of the uh, extra singers. Yeah, and I didn't realize she'd been in, like, all of them, right? Yeah. That's and I think cool. her role got bigger as she went. I've only seen Pitch Perfect 2 and 3 once, but I think she had a bigger role as the series went on. Yeah, I would, and I would go back and rewatch those because those are really cute. Mm-hmm. All right, so you recognized her. Who else did you see in here? Uh, that was it. That was the only one I have seen before. Okay, well, that's interesting because I was not really familiar with her um, until I looked her up and was like, oh, yeah, I've seen Pitch Perfect. But... Um, Jonathan Silver, who was played by Jake Epstein, recognized him right away. Love him. He's from Degrassi, The Next Generation, Mm -hmm. which is like, are you familiar with Degrassi? I'm not. Oh, my gosh. It's so much. Um, But it's basically a teen drama. Okay. Um, So he was Craig on that show. And uh, his character was like really moody and like um, dark and, you know, made some poor choices, but... (laughs) Had some mental health issues, too. So this was a totally different character. Um, and he was also in the last season of The Umbrella Academy on um, Netflix. Ooh, I haven't seen the last season yet. Okay. Yeah, he played. He had a, a part in that season. Mm. So, um, so this is a little different from that, too. So I recognized him, and I love him. And then the girl who played Samantha, her best friend, mm-hmm. she was also in, um, in Degrassi. Okay. She played a teacher, I guess, in... Um, but I, I couldn't remember her as well. I think it might have been some of the later seasons. So she played a teacher and he played a teen on yes, the same show? but it, w- it would have been a different timeline because he played a teen like early on. Oh, okay. And it ran for a long time. So he'd probably already graduated by the time she played a teacher. Oh, gotcha. Did you like the movie? I did like the movie. It was it was different again than the last two that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of a different storyline too because a lot of times the ones we watch are, okay, we're getting ready for Christmas and this was, you know, obviously incorporating Hanukkah into that. So I right. this, it. Is, this is our first Hanukkah movie. Mm-hmm. Um, half, a, half a Hanukkah movie. Half a Hanukkah movie. That's right. So this movie came out in 2019. And I think in my research, I was seeing that at the time, there had not been a lot of Hanukkah movies that had been made. And so this was kind of like a big deal as one of the early, early ones. I think they're much more common now. And you do see them. But at, they were very excited 
that it was coming out. Sure. What a missed market to like not yeah, make these movies before. Yeah. You know? Kristen is going to do our 30 second plot recap. Okay, ready? Okay. And go. All right. So Christy Dickinson is a big time toy executive who's trying to land this big account. And she's got this meeting that she is totally prepared for. She goes in and she nails the meeting. She does a fantastic job. And they want to go ahead and go with her company. But the head or the executive at the other company, he wants her to pitch her idea at his holiday party. Well, she's thrilled because she loves the holidays. She loves toys. She has got this in the bag. There's so much to say about <laughs> this movie. There's a lot of other things that uh, there's a lot of other things that happened, Kristen. That was like the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> but that's I mean, there's so much that happens. Yeah, I mean, those are all important points. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you can fill in the blanks in 30 seconds though? That's a lot of information. Okay, so where we are is she's going to the <laughs> holiday party and she's got it in the bag. Yes. <laughs> ready? Oh my gosh. You're gonna no, fill in the blanks? I'm not ready, but okay, let's do this. Okay, ready? Set, go. Okay, so she finds out it's not a, well, it is a holiday party, but it's not a Christmas party like she assumed. It's actually a Hanukkah party. And she realizes she knows nothing about Hanukkah, so her best friend from work hooks her up with her kid's teacher, who is Jewish, for her to learn from him about Hanukkah. He is going to learn from her about Christmas because his girlfriend is a Christian, and they will be celebrating Christmas when... Her dad comes into town and he wants to make a good impression. So they have to teach each other about their holidays and they fall in love. The end. Okay. Just got it. Spoiler. They fall in love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm so glad they did. I thought both Christy and Jonathan were very likable people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And um, I really liked their names too. They felt holiday themed to me because it's Christy Dickinson, which made me think (laughs) of like Christmas and Charles Dickens. Um, And then Jonathan Silver, you know, that's so so Christmassy sounding. Mm -hmm. I really loved how much Christy loved Christmas. Oh, she was. Yeah. Wasn't her advent calendar fantastic? What what a wonderful way to wake up every single day. Have some chocolate under the covers. I love it. It was great. And it was so pretty and carved out of wood. I would, I'd kill for that advent calendar. Yeah. I really was mostly about the chocolate. Like I was like, I need to start incorporating chocolate into my morning routine. Like that (laughs) sounds like a good way to start the day. Yeah. I love that. But everything was really beautiful too. I love the way her apartment was, or her was it a house or an apartment? An apartment, I think, her, yeah. Her apartment was decorated. Mm-hmm. I like gorgeous. S- stole some decorating ideas from her because <laughs> like on her coffee table, she had the pine cones in a tray and then she had some different colored ornaments on top. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that looks nice. really good. Oh, and her clothing too. Did you notice like- Oh, I loved her clothes. Very holiday, um, a lot of red and green. But did you notice like as the movie went on, more she started- More blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she still looked great. And looked fantastic. Gorgeous blue items too. Like I would have- I would have worn her clothes. You know, a lot of times when I watch these movies, I look for sponsorships. Mm-hmm. I could not find anything. Did you find any? Oh, I'm going to say that they had a plug or two for the Happy Goat Coffee Company. Is that a real thing? I have no idea. I'm. We need to look that up. Is that like the Canadian Starbucks? Oh, that is a real place. Is it? Okay, well, I think there might have been a little something there. Because, I mean, they could have just taped it there, but they didn't have to work it into the dialogue. Yeah. All right, Maggie, that was a good, good catch. I caught one that you missed. You, I totally I feel missed so it. so worldly. <laughs> oh, and it's in Canada, which is where they filmed. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you nailed it. All right, so they must have had some type of arrangement or something. Now, they're supposed to be in Chicago, 
Oh, no. This was... Oh, yeah. It was not filmed in Chicago. This was totally Canadian. Everything about it looked Canadian. Absolutely. Um, Which was fine. I love it. But yeah, no, that was not Chicago. Yeah, they just had (laughs) just the orienting shots. Keep seeing that Chicago River (laughs) over and over and over again. (laughs) I thought it was funny, too, when she's like, my... um, my family used to take me here every year or something. And I was like, here? <laughs> In Canada? <laughs> I am so impressed because you caught the sponsor. But thank you. I absolutely would have purchased any of the clothing yep. that she had. If they had like a link where I could click yep. on it or if they had even like, you know, said somewhere like, I got this at Ann Taylor Loft or, mm-hmm. you know, Macy's or wherever. I would have bought it from there. I loved it. They could still go back in time and do that. I just want them to know because well, I would still buy those clothes. Oh, absolutely. That would be a great idea, actually. Maybe we should tell Amazon, like, please have a page of Christmas movie looks because oh, I would, would buy really that stuff. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Thanks. I'll let Amazon know next time I'm I'm there. <laughs> there was a, a particular shirt she was wearing near the end when she was shifting into her Hanukkah clothing phase Mm -hmm. that was this gorgeous deep blue and it was just like oh I love it I loved it it was beautiful yeah Yeah. and and everyone was really well dressed in this too I thought her friend Samantha was really well dressed yeah Jonathan was well dressed it's a different look casual relaxed but like very cute yeah he is a teacher who knows exactly what's going on yes I agree he has I bet a lot of kids who have crushes on him (laughs) Um, he seemed like a good teacher he did say some he said once he taught high school and once he taught middle school so some continuity errors uh-huh. there. I am guessing from the actual child we saw who was his student, he looked eighth grade, I would say. Yeah, I think middle school. But I also don't know if you'd get a bunch of middle schoolers out there selling fruitcake on a Chicago corner two days after you learned what fruitcake was. Can we talk about the fruitcake thing, though? Because <laughs> I did not, like, is fruitcake that much of a thing? I don't think so. Okay. It's not in my world. I just, like, I know people are like, oh, fruitcake's not that good. But I thought that's because it was not that good. Yes. I've never had a fruitcake that I liked. Okay. I haven't had that many, though. But it's mm-hmm. not ever something that people were like, we've got to include this in our in our holiday. So you can't name three places you can get fruitcake from? I can't. Okay. Not even good ones. <laughs> I, like, how to do some self-examination, like, or self, you know, evaluation. Mm-hmm. Am I missing out on fruitcake? Because you, like, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself these questions? I still am. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, Google different fruitcake recipes because I was like, maybe I don't understand what's in fruitcake and maybe, like, traditional fruitcake is better than I thought it would be. But it all looks the same. So. I, I, I don't think so. I think that was a lie in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's so many Christmas traditions and we pick fruitcake to go with. Yeah, but... and to lean pretty hard into it, too. It yeah. comes up many times. Absolutely. Yeah, it really does. The only thing slightly believable about it is that Jonathan, at the beginning, would not automatically know where to buy fruitcake. I could buy that. But do you know where to buy fruitcake? No, but that's what I mean. So it makes sense that he doesn't either. Right. It makes way more sense than the fact that he knows nothing about any Christmas traditions. Yeah, that's a good point. That was not believable. He lives in fake Chicago where they have Christmas stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. Also, I find it hard to believe that anybody living in fake Chicago doesn't know about Hanukkah. There's a lot of, you know, international religious interchange in big cities. These people all know each other. That's a good point. Um, And I was also kind of disappointed, too, at one point when it's um, Jonathan and Christy, the two main characters, Uh and then Jonathan's girlfriend at the diner, and they're eating their um, latkes and their um, 
those jelly donuts. I cannot remember what those are called. I cannot say it. Okay. <laughs> I've tried. We're uh, going to call them jelly donuts. But when they're eating those, mm-hmm. and then Heather says something like, isn't Hanukkah so random? I know. That's when you know that he's got to break up with her. I thought that was so Terrible. rude. I, mm-hmm. can't, I can't believe she thinks that. Yeah. Um, And he really just kind of handled it like it was no big deal. I know, because so, he's a really nice guy. I like Jonathan. He was making a lot of concessions um, for her. Yeah. Yeah. And she was apparently on the fence about him. Uh, so I found that kind of interesting, too. I, yeah. If she hadn't have said that, though, I think I would have felt bad that Jonathan and Christy were developing those feelings. Because Peter, Christy's boyfriend, total jerk. Mm-hmm. Could not stand him. I'd like to go into more detail about how he's a total jerk in a moment. But you go ahead. I would have felt really bad if Heather was likable. And Christy and Jonathan developed feelings for each other. Yeah. Because that kind of puts him in a in a bad um, situation. It's a bad way to start a relationship. But luckily, he got dumped. Yeah. He, it wasn't even on him. It wasn't his fault. No. Backing up real quick. Yeah, yeah. We never talked about the writer. I don't know the writer for this one. His name is Guy Yosub. Not sure if I'm saying his last name correctly. But he is an Israeli Jew who immigrated here when he was 10. And he is also married to a woman who celebrates Christmas. So this was written out of kind of their shared experience. That's really cool. Yeah, that's fun, right? I think that really is a really sweet note to this this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cute. Given the fact that the writer is a Jewish man, I think that also explains a little bit how the movie is a little bit one-sided in terms of how it conveys the two different holidays. So I think we get a pretty complete picture of Hanukkah including its religious roots, Mm. they include none of that for Christmas. Yeah, I actually had that in my notes, too, because we do get an understanding of, well, why is there a menorah? How Mm -hmm. is it lit? But really what we get for Christmas is fruitcake. Yeah. I would would have even liked to have understood why fruitcake, you know, or where that comes from or something like Mm -hmm. that. Although I do feel like that tied into some of the characters' um, viewpoint on Hanukkah, namely yeah. like Heather, you know, she mm-hmm. was really like, well, it's so random. Who knows what this is? Mm-hmm. So it did feel like perhaps Jonathan especially felt a need to explain that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Christmas is just everywhere. It's so pervasive. There's no way that they wouldn't have understood it. But at the same time, she did have to teach him yeah, that Christmas. Was, you know, that's the point of the movie that he doesn't understand Christmas. Right. Where do you buy a wreath? There's more than one kind of wreath, <laughs> you know, things like that. What, what what would more than one kind of wreath be? How many wreaths can you think of? I don't think I could classify them, but right. I could think of many different kinds of wreaths. Okay. But also, they're not just Christmas wreaths. I right. Mean, especially here in the south of the U.S., there are wreaths on doors all year long. It's, yeah, absolutely. Celebrating anything. Football yeah. season has a wreath. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that her parents would have been so upset if he brought a non-traditional I know were they really expecting him to show up and just suddenly not be Jewish had she not shared with her parents that her boyfriend was Jewish and then where was her same commitment to him you know she didn't try anything she was just willing to call it random and not eat any of the latkes how good do those latkes look oh so good oh my goodness my mom has Jewish heritage and so with that me and my kids have learned how to make latkes and they don't ever look anything like they did in this movie. So disappointing compared Aww. to what I saw in the movie. So yeah. I'm going to have to do some more research. Well, and she learned how to make those in a matter of days. Like she, yeah, she nailed she did. Them. Like yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I liked that she was such a capable 
character as well. You know, she really mm-hmm. was somebody who was dedicated and determined. Like, she set a goal and she got it done. And, and very open to learning new things. Right. I mean, really, both of them were. And I think that's re- what really connected them. Mm-hmm. Um, should we talk about how terrible Peter is? Yeah, let's or- talk about how terrible <laughs> Peter is. He's really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. I really cannot say that enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did you hate about Peter? Okay, so I did not like how, for instance, the first time he comes over, it's only because his cable is out and he wants to watch the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was really nice characterization when they ordered Chinese. She's eating with chopsticks, and he's, like, eating a salad with a fork or something like that. So he's totally not open to new things. I couldn't believe it when he went and tried her latkes. Yeah, that was rude. I mean, that's, like, fried potatoes. I don't know anybody who looks at fried potatoes and thinks, ugh, no thank you. It's ridiculous. Agreed. It's almost to the point of villainy that's not believable. <laughs> well, he was really terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when he comes over with the food, he walks right in and turns off her Christmas music. I know. And puts on his football game. And what at first he's like, oh, a terrible Grinch. At first mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I brought you food because and coffee because I knew you were going to be working and I you know, wanted to support you. But... The coffee he brings is totally the wrong kind of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of coffee she drinks. Mm-hmm. And he later admits that, well, really the cable's out at his house and he needs to watch the football game. Yeah, it's awful. Yes. And he won't go with her to her family's pre-Christmas Eve Eve dinner. He which, lied about that. Which is like low-hanging fruit to do for your girlfriend. That's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. It's a pretty pleasant thing to join in on. And it's on. It's not even on Christmas Eve. You're not giving up any of your actual own things you want to be doing on the holidays. It's just a random night. Yeah, I agree with that. It it was really inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost can forgive him, though, for the coffee mishap, which I know I, I uh, brought up. He did bring her the wrong coffee. Because her order was so terrible. All right. What was her coffee order? Do you remember? No, it was way too long. It's really long. Did you, like, write it down? I did. Okay, what was it? It was a large, sugar-free pumpkin spice latte uh, served at exactly 125 degrees, no foam, three-quarters of the way... Filled up in her cup. No whipped cream. No whipped cream. That's right. Why couldn't she have just ordered slower? You know, I get that she wants that exact cup of coffee. If she just wrote it down, they would be able to handle it. Or if she just didn't deliver it quite so rapid fire, they would be able to do it. I was surprised she was drinking a pumpkin spice latte, though, because to me that feels fall and not Christmassy. Yeah, I mean, can you even get that year round? I don't know. Maybe in Canada, but I don't know if you can in fake Chicago. (laughs) Not in fake Chicago. Mm -mm. And I really feel like, yeah, it could have been less complicated. Mm -hmm. But it did kind of tie into her personality. Like, uh, anything worth doing is worth doing right. Yeah. So 180% right. And I liked when the barista got it correct at the end. Mm -hmm. And then... Christy said something like, I thought you were getting it wrong on purpose. And the barista was like, no, I was, I'm new. I'm just doing my best. Poor thing. Yeah. She had a nice little arc. She really came into her own in that coffee shop. She did. I think yeah. she's doing well there now. We need to talk about her toys that she comes up with. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I feel bad. I want to make fun of them. I think we can make fun of them okay. a little bit. Not that they're bad toys. Okay, first of all, the congressional action figures... That was not a great toy. No. It just wasn't. That's not what you want to bring to a brand new client that you're trying to wow them. When she switches it to the biblical action figures, I would also argue still not a very exciting toy, better than the congressional action figures. And I can see a market for them. What I can't see is uh, David's reaction of, this is a game changer. (laughs) You know? It's like, 
it's not that good. Right. It's, it's pretty low on the quality. I thought when she was listening to Jonathan talk about how he used to have to make up his own game at Hanukkah because there wasn't a lot a lot of uh, games out there. You know, he wasn't really into spinning the dreidel. I thought she was going to come up with like a board game. Mm. And I was like, that is brilliant. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's just because I love board games. But I was like, that would she be awesome. She couldn't whip that up quickly, though. Well, I was surprised that she had time to whip this up in the time it took him to sing that song. When she asked him to start singing... I felt like this song is not long enough. <laughs> He's going to end in the middle. But he really dragged it out. And yeah. she had time to go all the way to her car and get prepped yeah, and then did, come did back a, in. an extra big finish at the end, too. A nice flourish. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. And I think that is a perfect example of, like, the kind of partner you want. The kind of partner that will, like, embarrass themselves a little bit to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was just really supportive. Yeah. And he didn't question her. He just asked after the fact, why did I do that? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good quality. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Peter would not have done that for her. No. um, I mean, he wouldn't even made it to the party. No. Um, Even when they went out to eat, they, you know, he told her, oh, I want to take you out and I have something to talk to you about. Did you think he was going to break up with her or propose to her? Like when they first had that conversation or neither? You know, I think neither. Okay. He didn't seem romantic enough to ever propose. No. You know, but I also didn't see them breaking up because he had a really sweet deal. I mean, he had a girlfriend and had to do absolutely nothing. That is true. On his part of it. That's true. I think he was just like, when I saw it, I was thinking, well, he's just misjudging what a big thing to talk about is. You know, it's probably something dumb. <laughs> and it was bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. But still equally ill thought out. I was like, I kind of thought about like what it was like for him afterwards when he had to like go back and be like oh actually my girlfriend doesn't want to interview Mm. and like how embarrassed he would be about that and I hope he learned a lesson do you think he did no I don't think no (laughs) I guess not I guess he ends up miserable and alone perfect (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about pre-Christmas Eve Eve okay don't you think that should not be the 23rd that should be the 22nd it was a confusing name right christmas yes. eve right the 24th right christmas eve eve the 23rd right pre pre christmas eve eve you're talking about at least the 22nd Absolutely. or earlier yeah it's before their name is off christmas eve eve right yes okay the christmas tree they bought was too big you think so I do. I think the first one he found, and she was like, I didn't realize you live in a shoe. I think that was dismissive, and it was a perfectly good-sized tree. Okay. I Listen, I always get an artificial tree. I don't know if I should admit that on the air. That feels embarrassing. It's okay. Um, but we like it. Space. It's always the same size. You know, you can plan for it. Well, how do you think it compares to the size where she was like, this is way too small? It's much smaller. Oh, no, than the one that she said was too small? Yeah, your tree is bigger. That's what you're saying. Your artificial tree. No, it's about the same, actually. You're right. I do see. I liked how they decorated it with blue lights. Yeah. It really fit the Hanukkah theme very nicely. It was really like a Hanukkah tree that Star of David up on the top. That was fun. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was fun. I was surprised that they made that. I didn't know. I mean, I guess I just didn't know that that would be a thing. I mean, there's got to be many, many, many mixed faith couples out there. Yeah. So I think there would be a market for that kind of thing. And that'd be the kind of thing that would be nice to see in more movies. Yes, I agree. Um, going back into like how she was kind of dismissive about the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. I also felt she was really dismissive of his gingerbread house. Right, it was so good. It was better than I have ever done. Yes, I agree. Yeah, he did a nice gingerbread house. It was much better than the one my family did last year. We before we make gingerbread houses every year, we have like a pep talk where we're like, "Listen, <laughs> our family is 
terrible at this. Good pep talk. <laughs> <laughs> it is not going to go well. There will be tears. <laughs> but it will still taste the same mm-hmm. if it's in a house or we just make it into a giant cookie. That's right. Into pieces. Yep. And knowing that makes it a lot easier. But there's no way we could have done something like he did. His looked great. It really did. So here's a very serious question for yeah. you. Do you think Christy has a future as a toy designer? Whew. Well, they seem to... Like, it does kind of feel like this is the best she could do. Right. But she was very successful. Everyone was impressed with her. I think we're looking at her the same way she was looking at Jonathan's gingerbread house. <laughs> we're not being fair here. <laughs> you know, maybe I wouldn't buy a biblical a biblical action figure with accompanying comic book Mm -hmm. but somebody else might if they're all if they're all out of uh congressional action (laughs) figures yeah um but yeah she was she was shown to be very good at her job and she was thorough you know i like that she did the market research and she got her friend samantha to help Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. she was um professional Mm -hmm. she was enthusiastic and she kept saying how much she really loved what she was doing. See, what you're telling me, though, is that she was really good at the sales side of it, which is where she was in the beginning of the movie, and she wanted to move into the design. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those cases where she should have stayed where she was. Wow. Grow where she was planted. I didn't see any flashes of genius from her on the toy design side. Well, I mean, it was a busy time. She was she had a lot going on. She was breaking up with somebody and starting a new relationship at the same time. And learning about a whole new holiday. It was too much. Uh-huh. There's no way she could also come up with more than one brilliant idea. <laughs> um, oh, I was really nervous, too, at the beginning where she was like, should I have something ready to pitch to them? And uh, her boss was like, no, it's fine. I know. <laughs> Don't listen to him. <laughs> yeah. Her boss. That was another one where, so when she does come in with the congressional action figure idea, he's like, it's perfect. Go with it. (laughs) You wouldn't push back a little bit, boss. Maybe ask a couple follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. Especially after she got her friend to get, like, all the numbers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Edgar, like, very sneakily, like, taking a photo (laughs) of the blueprints. Like, he couldn't possibly have remembered the idea in his head. An action figure in a suit. <laughs> That's what the picture was. That's what it was. Yeah. That was it. I'm just going to make a prediction that I don't think their toy company is maybe going to be in business next Christmas. And their toy company, their name was Buzz. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I did not think it was going to be a toy company. When we first, like, started the film and I saw, like, the Buzz thing, I thought, like, this is a Like PR? Newspaper. Yeah, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised it was toys. Mm-hmm. Not as aptly named as Toys and Tricks, the evil toy company. Well, good name though, right? <laughs> they should have thought of that when they're naming. That it. could be their tagline: the evil, the evil <laughs> toy company with a good name, <laughs> and probably with better toys. Yeah. Although, actually, maybe not. They had to steal the congressional action figure idea. They didn't even come up with a worse idea on their own. Well, it makes you wonder, like, yeah, what were they planning to bring to the table? I before know, that? right? This is going to be a sad Christmas next year. These are the toys available. I'm with you on her job not maybe necessarily being the best fit for her. And I will say for someone who said how much she loved toys, you didn't really get that feeling. Mm-mm. She didn't have toys. No. And she didn't really talk about the toys that like changed her life mm-hmm. or impacted her growing up. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't catch that if she did. And then she did not make good toys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I just, 
you know, she tried really hard. She worked hard on that. Everyone else liked it. I mean, she did try hard. And you're right. The proof is in the pudding. Everybody loved it. Yes. It was a game changer. It was a game changer. It was perfect. Go with it. (laughs) Don't change a thing. (laughs) And good for her for being supported, too. Because, you know, sometimes in films and in real life, you know, we see that there's not always a lot of support for, Mm -hmm. especially women that are trying to get their ideas out there. Yes. So. uh, She is not in that situation. No. Those people around her want her to succeed. Except for Edgar. And Peter. And Peter. Right. Yeah. But we got rid of Edgar. He's at the crappy toys and tricks. We got rid of Peter. Perfect. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Merry She's Christmas. do just fine. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. I liked the part where um, he went to pre-Christmas Eve Eve and met her parents. Yes. And it was clearly so in sync with how they see the world. Yeah. That was really nice. Good to see the family connection. One little quibble, and it's little. Okay. When Jonathan is at her parents' home and he looks at a picture and he says, Is that the Dead Sea? If you look at it, it looks like, I don't know, maybe a picture you'd see on, like, a brochure for Sandals Resort or something. <laughs> I'm like, how did he tell that it was the Dead Sea from that picture? Because he's so well-traveled. They were going frolicking in the waves and nothing about it said Dead Sea. It said, <laughs> we're at the Bahamas, the kids are at home. <laughs> Unlimited bar. <laughs> well, he had a really good experience at the Dead Sea. He did. It was really fun. <laughs> I recognize those vibes. <laughs> good <laughs> did you like the apology muffin i did actually yeah. and that, yeah that was a cute thing that kept coming back too. yeah i liked that a lot actually yeah i think that has a place in the real world yeah the world would be a better place if there were more apology muffins yeah or apology pastries of any kind apology pastries yeah. i love the way that sounds mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that was very cute i liked their meat cute it was, yeah it was a fun one unbelievable um, I could see him being slightly annoyed at her coffee order. <laughs> and I can also see him feeling bad about it two minutes later and immediately apologizing. Yeah. Like, that both that fit with them pretty well. And I like that they communicated, too. I mean, they did take some time after he kind of was like, hey, your boyfriend's a jerk who does not know you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're right, you don't know me. Like, they both apologized to each other. They both talked it out. They didn't jump to conclusions, mm-hmm. you know. It was, I think it's got... It's got uh, the signs of a good relationship. Gosh darn it. They're going to be great together. Oh, did you notice when they were first meeting each other in the cafe after they just had their little tiff and the apology muffin and then they decided again they didn't like each other? Oh, maybe it wasn't then. It was the first time that she was in the cafe with Samantha. Her son was like tussling over in the corner with one of his friends, but it looked like an actual fight. Oh no! I don't think it came out quite like maybe it was supposed to come out. I totally missed that. Oh, no. you should go back and just watch that little, it's like a two <laughs> second thing. That's funny. Where she's like, oh, boys, boys. And so they're clearly trying to downplay it as, oh, they're being so silly. But it looks like there's like some intense bullying going on <laughs> oh, in the gosh. corner. Like those kids are in another movie. Oh, yeah, I thought that was really significant, too. Like, at the beginning of the meeting, um, or the beginning of the movie, when they're in the meeting, and she's like, I love the holidays. And um, the exec that she's trying to impress, David, mm-hmm. was like, I love the holidays, too. And they're talking about... Different holidays? Yes, although, you know what? He really wasn't, because his wife was yeah. also um, somebody who celebrated Christmas. He was already into the holistic view of the holidays he that she was going to come around to. Yeah. And that's how we know they're going to work well together, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because David and his wife are kind of like the future for them. Yeah. And they've done great. Yeah. Just like the real life writer and his wife. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Nice. I did not like 
how he was portrayed as not knowing how to wrap presents. That was weird. I see no reason why we're not all equal in wrapping present abilities. Agreed. Because I'm like, come on. He has definitely given presents to people. Eight presents. You know, one a night. Now, are you an expert rapper? I'm a terrible rapper. Thank you for asking. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have a nice kit, just like she does. Nice. I just don't do anything great with it. (laughs) Well, it, I guess, takes a special skill set. You might need instructions. Do you you have a special skill set? I don't. I'm fine at at rapping. I'm also not. But my sister. We just need somebody really handsome to sit down with us and, like, show us. So we can slowly fall in love with him while we do it. I love that idea. So do we just like... Is that what happened to your sister? <laughs> she, uh, no, she's self-sufficient and she can do it on her own. I know. She... I don't believe it. Yeah. And this is the third movie that we've watched that has had caroling in it. Have uh-huh. you noticed that? Yep. 100% so far. Yeah. This is the only, well, this is the first one where they have sounded professional. Yes. And not just like people singing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they did sound professional. They were really good. Yeah, they were good. But they're in a big city. So there Chicago. probably are some roving groups of professional singers singing on street corners that sounds terrifying (laughs) (laughs) okay um wandering i don't yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) oh i also liked when she was kind of talking uh let's see they it was in the coffee shop and christy and i want to call him craig but it's jonathan silver um they were talking and Samantha, the friend, said something about how they had talked at post-teacher conference. Post-parent-teacher conference drinks. That's it. Mm-hmm. Can we just do parent-teacher conferences like that? Why not just do them at the drinks? At the drinks, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm just going to say from a teacher's perspective, I bet they wouldn't be all that on board with it. Do you think they really want to get to know parents all that much? No, probably not. Probably not. No. And that's too many parents, too. Right. That's a lot. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine if the teacher had to have a drink with every conference <laughs> by the end? Well, <laughs> Schnockered. <laughs> I'm saying it's like a round table thing. We meet at the bar to start yeah, with. Yeah, but We're then all you're there. just all having the conference together, and that's its own form of awkward. You're right. You're Let's right. all talk about Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you how do you think a teacher would feel too if a parent came up and was like, "Hey, you know how you're off for a couple weeks? <laughs> well." <laughs> Have yeah. I got a project for you? Well, it was to help him, too. Because remember, true. he knows nothing about Christmas, having lived in America. <laughs> Had never heard of it. No idea. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this movie was called Mistletoe and Menorah. Menorahs. Oh, I can never get this right. Mm-hmm. We talked about it, how there's only one mistletoe. Right. But there's several mm-hmm. menorahs. Yeah. We think there's actually two mistletoes for a moment. Right? But right. it turns out that one of them is just parsley. It's a fake out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah. And also, so here's my question. Do okay. you think he knew it was parsley? And he was just like, oh, this will be funny. I'll hang it as mistletoe. Or do you think he thought he was getting mistletoe? How would he think that he was getting mistletoe? Maybe an unscrupulous seller in that little Christmas corner on uh-huh. the street was selling quote unquote mistletoe. And it's actually just herbs. That is a... Great idea. <laughs> Should we do that for Christmas? <laughs> Set up a little table. <laughs> Got all kinds of assorted mistletoe. <laughs> I don't think that mistletoe is actually something that people really know what it looks like. People think it looks like holly. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't look like holly. I mean, it's got white berries for one thing. I have no idea what the leaves look like. 
Do I you know? Assume it's holly. It's probably parsley. It's probably parsley. Probably looks like parsley. Um, where do you think they are now? I think they got married like right away. Mm-hmm. I feel like they knew. Yeah. And I think they both kind of made it a point to say too, like when you know what you want, kind of go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they got married right away, and they are just working very hard because they both love what they do. But then mm-hmm. in their free time, they travel and they go oh, all over the yeah, world. That's nice. Yeah. I bet they had a nice multi-faith uh, ceremony. Yeah, I bet mm-hmm. they did. They were just adorable together. I really liked this couple. It was necessary for... His story was fairly believable. Some of her toy stuff, again, I think really stretched what I was willing <laughs> to buy. But their love story was great. Mm-hmm. They were both wonderful people who I felt like really deserved each other. This was not one of those relationships where you kind of like one more than the other. Right. Or even where you really know one more than the other. Right. I feel like we got a good balanced view, and they were both just delightful people, and I think they're going to have a really good life together. I do, too. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a five-star rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. Every rating helps us find new listeners. Thanks! So... This week we watched, uh, Menor... Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs>